Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 96th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a hand I played last year in a $1,500 buy-in World Series of Poker events. In this hand, the blinds are 800-1,600. And we are against a kid in second position who has 40,000 chips. So right at 25 big blinds. He raises 3,500, which is a bit more than a min-raise. A lady, who I do not know has 100,000 chips, calls in the cutoff. And with king-queen offsuit in the big blind, I decided to call and see a flop. I think this is a pretty standard decision. I don't think you want to be three-betting a short stacks initial raise under the gun. Flop comes 8-6-4. I think you could conceivably lead in this spot, but checking is usually my default. The reason you would consider leading is not because your king-queen is great on 8-6-4, but because the initial raiser and the lady should both have big cards or big pairs. And that does not connect well with 8-6-4. The 8-6-4 is much better for the big blinds range than any other player. But it does go check, check, check. Turn is a 3, an offsuit 3, so board's completely rainbow. And now, it's somewhat safe to assume that both players do not have an overpair or anything that is great. You'd think most people would bet their great hands on the flop to try to get money in the pot. So... Given that I think both of my opponents don't have much, I think this is a pretty solid spot to bet. And the pot's 13,000. So in this scenario, I don't think you need to go too large. You want to bet some size that will hopefully make your opponents fold their absolute trash, but may keep them in with their marginal hands. And that will allow you to continue bluffing on the river. Actually, in the Global Poker League, which I am a part of, I'm on the Las Vegas Moneymakers, I watched... Mike McDonald will make an extremely similar play. Actually, it was exactly like this, except for he had Jack-10 offsuit, so just over cards. And he made this play just recently. I mean, I made this play a year ago, and he made this play just recently where this exact same thing came up. And what it amounts to is this is a spot where the the board should be so good for your range and so bad for your opponents, you can realistically bet the turn and then barrel the river a huge portion of the time. So I do bet 4,000, and my plan here is that my opponents will stick around with ace highs and marginal pairs. And knowing that, I can somewhat safely bet on pretty much all rivers. Notice that the uh, 5 and the 2 river and the 7 river all put up straights that are easy for me to have. So those are pretty good rivers to bet. And an 8, a 6, a 4, or a 3 could all conceivably give me 3 of a kind, which would also beat my opponent if he happened to have pocket tens for example so this is a great spot to continue firing and put a lot of pressure on your opponent the river is an eight which does pair the top card i don't think my opponent has too many eights in this spot he may have checked behind with something like ace eight suited or nine eight or eight seven on the flop but that's pretty unlikely so the question here is what sizing should i pick to make my opponent fold an overpair pot's twenty two thousand. he has thirty two thousand behind i could see going all in being a fine play, but I think a lot of players will just sort of shrug their shoulders with pocket tens and call every time. So I think here I want to make a sizable bet, but not an all-in bet. I think a bet of something like 17,000 would be ideal. Hopefully I do that. I actually bet right at 17,000. That's perfect. My game hasn't came... My, my game My game has apparently not come a long way in a year. Either that or... I just like the play. <laughs> anyway... I bet 17,000, and this is a play that I think very cleanly represents a strong made hand. It looks like I'm trying to get called by a hand that my opponent, that, that I think my opponent, you know, quote-unquote, obviously will not fold. So I like, I like the 17,000 bets. My opponent does call, though, so that's no good. Let's see what he has. 
9-8. Well, you're not going to make your opponent fold traps. Uh, interesting check behind by him on the flop. I think most players would bet this on the flop, so I did get owned by him not continuation betting the flop. But all in all, I'm happy with this play. Notice that the river, if the river was any card besides an 8, it would have put a lot of pressure on my opponent in this scenario. Like Even if the river... Well, any over card is scary. I mean, looking at it, the only the only cards I really did not want to see on the river were a 9 or an 8. I think I would have had at least some fold equity on all the other rivers. So I like this play. I think it's a great play. Sometimes it's not going to work. And you have to realize that if your bluffs work every single time, you are making an error. Your bluffs need to get caught sometimes because if they never get caught, it means you're simply not going for all of your edge. You're not, you're not maxim, maximally exploiting your opponents. Um, anyway, if you want to watch me play in the Global Poker League or go back and watch any of the matches that I or any of the other players have played, you can go to globalpokerleague.com and you can watch the live streams at twitch.tv slash gpl. So make sure you check that out. Um, if you like this webinar, I definitely suggest you check out my interactive learning experience I have recently put together. It is an ongoing thing. You can check it out at pokercoaching.com. We go through hands like this. We set up hands in a similar manner, but in a quiz format. So you have to figure out what the right play is yourself before you see what my analysis is. And if you like this web, or if you like this podcast, I'm confident you will like that poker coaching program. So check that out at pokercoaching.com. Hope you've enjoyed this hand. Be sure to check back next week for another episode.